Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Also talking on on the same sort of issue, systemic racism, and we certainly have seen what's happening and going on in the United States with the demonstrations and protests that are going on. Uh, but many are looking at that in this country as well, uh, and 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 say, you know, although it may not be as prevalent and as displayed as it is in the United States, it certainly exists here. Uh, systemic racism in policing in Canada and approaches to fixing it is a new uh, McDonald Laurie Institute commentary by Christian uh, Lepret and. Uh, it's fascinating on as it talks of uh, various ways uh, in which uh, police have started in this uh, down this uh, road and ways to uh, change policy and the direction. Uh, Christian is also with the Department of Political Science and Economics at the Royal Military College at Queen's End is with us now. Christian, thanks for the time. Hope you're doing well. I am indeed. Always a pleasure to be on with you. When this discussion, let's go back to George Floyd, because, you know, I think those eight minutes and 46 seconds is what really brought a lot of this, although there's been many cases before and and since then, this certainly brought it to the forefront and and, and started uh, allowing people to ask questions if there is systemic racism. And a lot of people had a hard time answering that question. Is there systemic racism in policing and other institutions? Yeah, so I think the segue between your previous conversation and this conversation is that ultimately the rule of law in modern democratic society is meant to apply equally to all people uh, in that society. And I think uh, what we see in these conversations is uh, that there is at least a perception, um, and likely if we look at some of the data, also fact that the rule of law um, does not apply equally to um, all citizens and all members of our society, um, in part because it gets enforced differently, because some uh, some communities feel more policed, because some communities feel that police use different types of techniques on them versus sort of how they engage with other communities. And so I think this is ultimately a, an ongoing conversation and an ongoing struggle that dates back to the French Revolution about um, uh, how we can make sure that in a deeply diverse, um, pluralistic society, um, that all citizens um, are not only empirically treated equally, uh, but also are perceived uh, perceive themselves as being t- e- treated equally before the law. And so that's why this is a broader conversation also about um, uh, not just policing, but the broader structures behind policing. And I always try to remind listeners that we put a lot of onus on the sworn members who I think the most recent months between the pandemic um, and some of the challenges that they've endured as a result of public criticism have maybe been the most difficult for uniformed members in their entire career. And so to understand that rather than putting all the onus on the frontline patrol officers that respond, that there are broader structural issues about leadership, about management, about transparency, uh, about accountability, about governance, uh, that ultimately drive the way that sworn members respond. And I think the conversation about systemic racism hints at the fact that there are structural issues that we need to address. And until and unless these are addressed, um, we can tinker at the margins in terms of the outcomes at the front line, but I think to lay the onus on the sworn members on the, of the front line uh, is the wrong place to address our concerns. Why do why does society have a hard time identifying this or even admitting it's there? 
The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.